female entrepreneurs turned besties share on life, business, and the journey through the mess. Join their community with every new episode for connection, education, a few laughs, and the hype energy like a bathroom full of drunk girls at a bar. It's okay. We're We're friends friends now. now. Hey guys, it's Ashley. Hey, it's Katie. Hey, it's Biz. And today we are talking about one of my favorite things in the entire world, affirmations. And um, so affirmations, we talk about these a lot and we have talked about them a lot and we we use them like daily in our lives and and whatnot. But um, we also realize that a lot of our listeners um, don't practice daily affirmations. And, <laughs> you know, like most of the things that we talk about, it, these, these have all been like, you know, years of journeying through to get to where we are. And so we thought we might kind of take a step back and just talk about where affirmations come from for each of us and, and what they are and, and how we use them. So, um, so yeah, so let's get started. Um, Katie, tell me, when did you like first learn about affirmations? Hmm. I'm sure I've heard about them for a long time, but then, uh, the class that we've talked about bold, they talk about affirmations a lot. And I think that that's probably where I first like really, really heard about them in depth. How long ago was that? Great question. Five or six years ago. Five or six years ago. Yeah. And I guess affirmation too, I guess we should define it. An affirmation is when you say something in present tense as if it is actually happening or um, you are presently acting in that state. And the idea around it is um, actually a bold, best way to wrap it up is a bold law, which is be, do, have. Um, and bold laws are basically bold affirmations. Mm-hmm. But it's if you be that person, you will do the things that person does, and then you will have the things that person has. And so it's important that the B is in front, right? So... Yeah, but Ashley, what about you? When did you first learn about them? I first learned about them at Bold as well. So really? <laughs> wow. I know that's so funny. It was almost nine years ago now. And wow. I went to a Bold class and they have this chant. Um, I wish I remembered what it was off the top of my head because I don't think they do them anymore. But it's like there is no obstacle no challenge, no something that I cannot overcome. Something no, like that, that. Well, so gosh, Katie, I feel like you should know this. It's uh, under my, my determined soul. It. At the end of it is my yeah. determined soul. My yeah. determined soul. Yeah. I, my first bold ever, I had Rob Daniels. So anybody that's had Rob Daniels, uh, he is like very Southern, like very much sounds, I think he used to be a pastor. So he's got that like cadence that's just really engaging and really inspirational. So saying that chant with everybody in that room, it was very cadenced. And I remember being like, oh, this is a little cheesy. This isn't for me. I don't feel anything when I'm saying this. So that was my very first experience with affirmations. I had never heard of them or thought of them prior to that day. Interesting. So like by the end of that, were you a believer or did it take like another round or two for you to, for you to pick it up? (laughs) No, I did not become a believer until I read 
the book go or no not go it's unfuck yourself i think is what yeah it's called. yeah and, and i read that and that was when they're like you know you're not a fucking tiger stop saying you're a tiger you know, <laughs> that and that's when i was like the the affirmations i was given in bold i didn't need so i was just not resonating with them but there were affirmations i did need and it's I like the way you define affirmations, Biz, because I was doing some research before this episode because I I don't think that deeply about them consciously. Oh. And I saw this definition of it that I freaking love because it perfectly encapsulated why affirmations are important and why they're powerful. So this is what I found. Affirmations are about claiming that present presence that you want within yourself. Oh, I say that it's how you consciously train your subconscious to lead you towards success. Ooh. That's that's the way that I do it. I, I it's not about the definition. I have the chant. I have the affirmation. Okay, I knew you did. <laughs> <laughs> there is no chance, no destiny, no fate that can circumvent, hinder, or control the firm resolve of my determined soul. Of my point at yourself. Yeah. Thank you very much, Kyle Thank Evans, Bolt Coach, uh, and Brett Campbell, my husband. So upset when he listens to me. I'm panic texting him on the side. I was like, Kyle, important 911 right now. You know what? Biz, the other thing I saw with the whole like training your subconscious is that a lot of times people feel like affirmations don't work for them because they just don't believe them because, right, a lot of times we're saying an affirmation because we aren't embodying that the way we want to yet. Yeah. And this woman was talking about how to help train your subconscious to let go of the limiting beliefs, you oh. have to pair the affirmation with an experience that matches what you want to match. And the example she gave Ooh, was, wow. if you're out and your affirmation is, I am calm, I am calm, your body is going to naturally couple stress with the word calm because mm. your subconscious doesn't have internal dialogue. So yeah. it doesn't, words don't mean anything to it necessarily. You have to pair it with the right neuron. So if you're out and you're feeling calm for any reason, you're at yoga and you're feeling calm, that's when you say your affirmation and couple it with that experience so Ooh. that it solidifies your subconscious. I like that Whoa. a lot. You I just leveled me up, man. So I'm going to do that. This reminds me of actually last night, uh, Miss Becca Lutz sent me a TikTok. And it was this woman. I absolutely love her. And I wish I knew her handle. I'll, when we post about this podcast, I'll post it. Um, but she was talking about 2024 and the new year and claiming who you want to be and like all the things that you can do and how, you know, one, you're one decision away from a totally different mm -hmm. life and all this stuff. But she actually started this group and Becca and I joined it. Um, but it's for people who like, you're like, okay, I want to make X amount of money or I want to do X amount of things. And so you state what it is. And then in this group, you create an avatar that is that person. 
who is doing what you want to do. And every week you report in. So every Friday, it's deposit Fridays. And you say how much was deposited, what your person did that week. And it's not what you did, but what your avatar did that week, right? So you have to understand and embody the habits of the person that you want to be. And you receive that money. You talk about how you spent that money. You talk about all of the things that you did. And she talks about how the brain doesn't really know the difference between what's real and what's imaginary, right? When you're in a certain state. And so you're training your brain to become this avatar, basically. Um, And so it's kind of the same thing of like, Ashley, you're talking about when you are calm, you give yourself the affirmation. So for this, it's like when you are acting as that avatar, you're giving yourself all of these affirmations about the person that you want to be. And it's not all about money, you know, but basically you're creating like this dream person to live the life that you want. Um, And then you do your affirmations during that time because that's the life that you're living. So then you like understand how to embody that. Interesting. Have you done mm-hmm. one of the deposit days yet? Nope. Literally just heard about it last night. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's I would be interested yeah. in an update when you do and how it yeah. feels. Yeah. Yeah. I will keep you all updated. We are um, we are going to do it together. We're, we're yeah, we're going to do it together and see how it goes. That's fun. For sure. Yeah. I first learned. I first learned about them all the way back in 2009. (laughs) Um, I learned about them at a different training and we were like writing them on postcards on like, uh, not on postcards on um, index cards. Mm. I think that's the last time I ever held an index card actually. (laughs) But but yeah. And it was, I just remember it being so hard to write them because I like had such a hard time envisioning myself as like anything different than what I was at that moment. And I do remember coming home to Jonathan, my boyfriend, now husband, and being like, look at what I learned today, babe. And like, <laughs> let's goal set together, you know, like all of those things. And um, there's there's been real moments in my life that I, I definitely have drawn from it, even um, even before taking bold and learning how to be more intentional with it. Um, cause I, I took bold almost 10 years ago too, like nine years ago too, but I used them a lot in like labor even. And that one wasn't, um, ones like, like, I think the only way out is through to me is an affirmation in the sense that like, you're going to get out of it by going through it. Yeah. Um, and then another one was like, sometimes like, like when I was actually in labor, like, like this is my body like that, that wasn't work like that, you know, like, like with strength, things like that. And I, I literally take the, the only way out is through is actually from my grief, um, from losing my dad. That's where that one came from. And then the other one, you know, like this is my body, like anytime that I'm doing something hard physically, like I go back to that. Um, and I guess it's, I guess it's, would y'all consider those affirmations or no? Cause or would they just be like mantras? That's I think, a good question. Like technically probably more mantras, but an affirmation can be, you know, whatever you need to like embody basically. Yeah. 
Like, also, oh. you are way braver than me because during labor, I for sure was not talking about how it was my body. I asked if I could just keep my son inside until he was 18. <laughs> oh, my God. No, girl. That was like, <laughs> that was deep in my brain. I did not articulate those words. Oh, like, I did not articulate those words. That was like some deep space I went in my head. But that's why, it, like, because I was going to ask y'all what affirmations you would consider to be eternal, right? Because like, I have some that are eternal that like, I'm going through something really tough. And, you know, this one particular affirmation or phrase, like really pulled me through. And then it like goes into my arsenal forever. And I give that advice out to my friends, like whenever, you know, some situation comes up, like, oh, here's what really helped me. Maybe this will help you. You know, I mean, probably done that to y'all a few times (laughs) along the way. But, um, and so I was going to ask you guys about that there, but I just literally like realized that maybe they're not affirmations, but whenever I I was thinking about being my body, I guess what I was really saying is like, I'm strong and in control, even though you're not in control. And like, that was, because I was like really scared, right? Like when you're going through labor, like there's a moment there where you get, at least I did, I got really scared because it hurt so freaking bad. I thought I was going (laughs) to die. Neither um, of my kids made it to 40 weeks. They both had to be early and oh. both by C-section. Um, mm. And so I have limited ex- experience despite having two of them. Uh, but I think about that all the time for like my sister's having her second child next month. And I'm like, it's just like, I don't know, like staring down that tunnel of like, I'm done being pregnant. Like I'm tired of this. And Oh no, the only way this baby gets here is <laughs> if I have Dude, it. Dude, imagine all the moms out there of twins. And they I do can't. it once and then they have to do it again, like eight minutes later. I can't. Fuck all that noise. I know. Every time I see a pet mama multiples, I'm like, dude, like high five. I don't allow even know what to, you're doing. High five. Like allow me to bow down. Yeah. I mean, for real. Need, it is. You need a massage. <laughs> <laughs> Starbucks. What can I get for you? Yeah. Like I, I went past my due date with Connor and I was so ready to not be pregnant anymore. And my epidural failed. I didn't have any, like, I do not say that I had an unmedicated birth as a badge of honor. Believe me, the first thing that I said when they admitted me was, I am not trying to be a hero. I was like, please give me anything you can. It's fine. I'm so grateful that I was born when I was. And there's all of these things that can help with the pain. I don't need to be a hero. Give me the stuff. And it all failed. And so I had an unmedicated birth. And I think I was at like 17 minutes into pushing or something. And I looked at Brett because the midwife and she was so wonderful, but she kept saying like, oh, you're doing so great. You're almost there. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I looked at Brett and I was like, how almost there am I? Because <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm done. I did it. I tried. I had like back labor too. So that it was just like a whole thing. Yeah. And I was like, I like, I'm done. Can And I looked at them. I was like, can I change my mind? And she was like, what do you mean? And she was like, no, just push. And I was like, no, no, no. I need to hear you. I need you to hear me out, though. Like, can I change my mind? (laughs) Yeah. Can you push him back in or can you remove him by C? Like, can I have a C-section? Are we like, are we past that point? Is there a can you knock me out? Is there another way? She was like, no. I was like, I don't. There has to be. It's there has to be another answer. And there was. Yeah. But I, I surely was not like, this is my body. I can do hard things. I was like, no. somebody save me from this hard thing. 
See, I had a doula who, I guess that's like, I would totally did the whole hippie birth experience. Like I had a midwife and a doula, did it in water, that whole thing. And like, I think that's probably where the affirmations came from too. Cause I literally did a class called hypno birthing class. Yeah, I've heard of that. That was like, and so yeah, shout out to anybody who's listening that's pregnant and wants some affirmations for when you're pregnant, that hypno birthing. Awesome. It was incredible. But I, I just, yeah, I think I've been on an affirmation journey ever since I first learned about them. Like, it's impossible to put them down. Is there, what about that? Are there any eternal ones that like from like, or is there like a bold yeah. law that was like your favorite one that's still your favorite one? Ashley's I, like, no. I, well, <laughs> no. Kyle's listening to this because we're talking about bold and now I'm about to say I don't. <laughs> None of the bold ones stuck with me for more You're than You're safe to be seen, <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> Uh, yeah, more than like a year. Like I needed them in the beginning. I was very shy. Like we've talked about this. I was not quite who I am today. And I needed some like basic foundational affirmations. But after that, I like there's, I probably could only recite the be do have because it's short. I don't think I remember any of the others. <laughs> uh, and then I think, didn't they change be do have now it's do have be or something? It's be do achieve now. Oh, Never. My bad. <laughs> Gen Z. know <laughs> so that. But there are a couple that, and I feel like they border onto mantra. Like all affirmations are mantras, but not all mantras are affirmations. Ooh, so yeah. they're they're probably teetering around there. But mm. you know, um, what's meant for me will find me. And mm. if it's meant for me, it will not miss me. And Ooh. that has been like. Anytime there's an opportunity you're going for and it's like you finally let yourself really, really want something and it doesn't happen or you, you know, you had an opportunity in your hands and for whatever reason it ended, you're laid off from a job that you just loved is if it was meant for me, it would not have left me. It wouldn't have missed me. It helps me cope with the loss of having really wanted something <laughs> and have it go away. Yeah, I am. Um... I really love that I am inevitable. Like yeah, that. I, I know. <laughs> I know. So, but inevitable is such a good word for that. Cause like I always, yeah, I love that. Mm. I think of it more as a threat than an affirmation. For sure. I am 100%. inevitable. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. It's totally a threat. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, is it a like, threat? Oh, yeah. I don't take it as a threat. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm inevitable. Because that's because you're not you're not intimidated by it. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'm not intimidating. No. So I struggled with affirmations at first, partially because I just like, I don't know, it was just such a foreign concept. But also, so I'm a Christian and I was raised very religious. And to me, it was very like God's plan for your life. Like you see what God has in store for you. And affirmations almost felt a little bit too much like I was trying to create my own life and not follow mm. God. But like I should be submissive to his plan instead of writing my own story. And so it was kind of a difficult thing for me to wrap my head around. And so the bold law, fear or faith you choose, actually really helped me um, for many reasons because it helped me understand that like when I affirm who I am and who I'm created to be, that's actually when you get in the pocket of like all of the things that God has for you. And so like you're taking claim over what you're supposed to. Um, and also one of my longstanding things that like 
it's not even a mantra or an affirmation, but like I will bet on myself 100% of the time and unless it has to do with technology. Um, <laughs> and then I'll, I'll probably figure it out. I'm pretty scrappy. Um, but so fear of faith you choose was really helpful to me because like, cool, well, I can choose faith, faith in myself. You know, like I, I believe in myself. I don't have to be scared. I know I'll get myself through it. Um, and of course now, like I have a lot of people that I can <laughs> have help with. Uh, but I think that that was like a really pivotal one for me because it was reframing what affirmations were in my mind. Um, and I've seen some people struggle with that who also were raised like super religious and felt like it was too like manifestation or affirmations or whatever were like not okay. Um, but I, I really don't see it anymore as like taking away from God's plan for my life. It's that like I can't achieve the things that I should achieve in life if I'm not being who I should be and all that I should be. I really, I appreciate you saying that it was a big deal. I grew up similarly and it was a big deal in my house. My dad used to always tell me that he was proud of the blessings God had given me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, and so it like created this really confusing space of like, wait, did I do that? Or was that luck or was that God or was this or, yeah. you know, all of those things. And, and that's where, um, something I try to be really intentional and use affirmations and the, the, the tool slash skill of being able to write them for myself and speak them for myself or what I need to my nugget, because, you know, like my nugget is what I call my kid. For those of you who haven't picked up on that yet. <laughs> this carries a chicken nugget attached to her keychain when she talks to it. <laughs> like her worry rock. Yeah, I do call it my nugget instead of my nugget, though. I did get onto that. Someone got onto me about that one. But um, yeah, anyway, I that and, and talking about it, too. You know, Katie, it's like when we met the um, that author, Laura Daly, right? Yeah. Like, gosh, man, she is an incredible woman. Um, but she actually wrote a kid's book that's like the ABC Affirmations to Empower it's called What Makes Me Me. It's by Laura, L-O-R-R-A, Daily, D-A-I-L-E-Y. And I have no problem amplifying her on, on this thing. I mean, you can find it on Amazon. But yeah. this book right here that she wrote has become such a great tool for me with my kid, but even, even the other way around. But like, like it's literally like F is for failures. They are part of our success. Um, mm. You know, or like H is for honest. I will always speak truthfully. It's, it's those types of things. Um, and I just like, cause Katie, I mean, I, I imagine you're, I mean, do y'all teach affirmations to your kids? Katie, we, Ashley, I know. We do affirmations with Connor every night. Yeah. Ashley, what about your, your nuggets? Like your older, your girl too. Yeah. So like, yeah, especially she's 12. So it's interesting that we're talking about this because literally, I think it was this morning. I was thinking about how everybody has that little voice inside that, yeah. Sometimes it's from your parents. Sometimes it's not, but it's always talking to you. And especially I feel like millennial women always talk about how negative that voice is to themselves and how harsh and berating it can be. Yeah. And I thought, man, if there's nothing else I can do as a parent, I hope that I can give my kids the gift that my voice will be their inner voice when they grow up and that it will always be kind. Ooh. Like I, Ooh. that is, if I can do one thing as a parent, man, then yeah. it would be that. So we, we don't 
practice affirmations in a very structured way, mostly, you know, splitting custody. They go to a different house. It has different things going on. It's very hard to have any set rituals um, that will stick with them and that, you know, are easy to follow for me too, because, you know, they're not here half the time and I don't do that. It's easier to forget. But we do some affirmations <laughs> before school drop off because Ezra has a lot of energy. He's kind of a goofball kid of the class, like tons of friends. And he's very, very smart, but he can get distracted with having fun over mm -hmm. learning at school. And so every time before drop off, we will go through a few things like, what do I need to remember today? And so he has to list off like, I need to remember my homework folder. I need to find my glasses. Like, because I feel like if he has to say them, yeah. they'll mean more. And then sometimes it's, you know, we had a really goofy drive. He's been in a real silly mood. And so it's getting out of the car and it's like, we need to pay attention today. <laughs> We're going to remind ourselves like school is for learning, like things like that. And then it's always, you know, have a good day too, which is very basic greeting basically. But, you know, I just think sometimes saying things out loud, even though they're not these like, I am statements that just speaking things out loud has a lot of power too. Yeah. Well, yeah. and you think about like, um, what you focus on expands is another good one, right? And so when you are speaking these things to your kids and you're also making them say it, they have to focus on it. And so the things that you're drawing attention to for them is focus and having a good day and learning and all of the good things that they should be doing, right? And so yeah. like, I think that that's actually really effective. Yeah. And it's interesting with kids too, because they're developing so much with their brain just in general and their self-confidence and Cassie, especially my oldest, she's never been the most self-confident. Like she was afraid of slides, petrified of slides growing up. I'm like her first really? word was no. And like we have it on video where she's, she's still barely even walking and she's at the top of a slide and her dad is like, come on, Cassie slide. And she goes, no, <laughs> just turns around and crawls away. And it was, you know, as a parent, it's frustrating because you're like, this is safe. Like, you're fine. We should do this. Yeah. But she's just, she was not innately that way. And I was reading a lot about child psychology and the case for building confident children because that, um, you know, you are smart, you are kind mantra was like really popular uh, when Cassie yeah. was little. Um, and I thought like, oh, well, I should just repeat those kinds of things to her. And the reading I did was, you know, when kids are like that, when they're going through the, I am not a brave person, when they're thinking like, I'm the worst player on my team for sports, like whatever it is, just telling them the opposite hurts their self-confidence more because they don't feel seen. Yeah. And so part of me wondered with somebody like her, are affirmations too too much for me to impose onto her instead of validation and walking her through the first of all everybody feels they they've everybody has been in the place that you're feeling right now you feel like you are not understanding math and that you're never going to and i'm kind of telling you right now every person has sat there and cried over math homework like <laughs> universal experience you know over you're smart you are smart and she's sitting there thinking i feel stupid 
and you're ignoring me. So one of my favorite bold laws is change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And when you were talking about mantras and versus affirmations and whatnot, I like, I think every single mantra could be very easily turned into an affirmation by like with that one, I am capable of changing the way I look at things so Mm. that things I look at change. And I think that that's, the the teaching moment through the affirmations with it that way but that's that's a really good point about that i definitely i mean live is only eight but i should probably be more intentional about getting on her level and making her feel like i was there too and i haven't had those conversations with her yet and so i i really appreciate that ashley i do thank you yeah, it's it's all very interesting because I I mean it's funny just experiencing Liv on the background of our phone calls. She already strikes me as just such a confident kid. <laughs> like uh so Cassie has to do career shadowing at school twice a year. And she shadows me once. And so I'm like, I'm gonna make her do a phone call because she's shy and this will be good for her. So I wrote out a little script and guess who I had her call? Shut up. Oh, no. Dan Lydon. No! Oh, no. Oh, no. I, knew, I knew it was coming and I didn't want to say it because I was scared. <laughs> oh, my God. Was, was so he good? With it. He was very good. I texted him before. I was like, she's about to call you. <laughs> like, And she was very nervous in it, but it was um, a great exercise for her. I'm like, dang, I kind of want to make her call all of my friends with that little script. And yeah. Just like That's that a good idea. experience of surviving it. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is though, right? Like you just have to do it anyway. And I think that's one of the ways that I use affirmations is for like courage. <laughs> yeah. Like I think I, I dropped that, you know, like standing in front of a mirror in the Superman pose. Like that's a great way to say your affirmations. It really mm-hmm. is. Um, but yeah, and honestly, I do that often or Katie real talk, like our friendship before, like whatever, our first real, real friends, like anytime I go have a freak out bathroom moment, like how many times I text <laughs> Katie, I'm like, hit me with an affirmation <laughs> and she was there for me. Like, I mean, this was like years. I feel like that, that yeah. went on yeah. it was definitely like any trip that Katie wasn't actually like physically with me. She was always my pocket companion. <laughs> dial an affirmation yeah it's the Mm -hmm. truth man it's back we should have like an affirmation hotline like has somebody done that yet there needs to be like a text thing that you guys were sending out oh yeah the kindergarten thing thanks yeah we should drop that in the notes katie you should tell about that since that was like your thing that you did you found it first well, it wasn't my thing. I wish I thought of it. Yeah, it. I don't even know how old it is. It's very old. But this kindergarten class um, made a bunch of affirmations. So there's a number that you call and it's like press one for encouragement, press two for blah, 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 plus three for and like whatever if you're you feeling sad. Like if yeah, you feel yeah, anxious. Like... And then you press the button and it's kindergartners yelling affirmations <laughs> at you. And it's the best. It's so I- cute. I think I got through like three before I started crying. And no, like, yeah. certain Caitlin got Katie got through like press one. Yeah, <laughs> like, <basically. laughs> 
<laughs> but that that is awesome. I like that's awesome. I'm gonna we should share that in our community page. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So well, okay, Ashley, how do you use affirmations now? Like do you like for yourself? <laughs> Ashley uses mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it's, I, I took a break from affirmations. I was doing them. I was journaling them. I was saying them. And then I just had so many things break down all at like the same consecutive week of just this thing is gone that you had worked hard for. And so is this thing. And so is this thing. And then it set off a train wreck of a year. And I really do blame part of it for having stopped affirmations I just was like so, such a, a, a deeply dark place, not to be all like dramatic, but just, you know, like everything Shit I worked sucked. for is yeah. gone and this was pointless. I wasted the last decade of my time. Like <laughs> I failed and not even in a, I failed forward. I just straight up failed. And so I continued to snowball and this past month, I was like, you know what? I think it's just time to get back into my gratitude, back into considering what am I consuming? Like, am I consuming doom and gloom news and doom and gloom conversations? Or am I thinking in the positive? And that led me back to affirmations. So I'm back into I'm having back. Like a morning powwow with myself while well, I'm just like doing my hair or in the shower instead of scrolling on TikTok endlessly. It's put it down and let's think purposefully. Like it starts usually with a quick, like, what am I going to do with my day? When do I need to be where at what time? And then what are the affirmations that I'm just feeling like I need right now? You know what I did at one point? I forgot I did this until you just said it. I got a dry erase marker and I wrote on my mirror on my bathroom. Yeah. And like, that's whenever I was in like a really, really dark spot because like you brush your teeth. Right. So like you at least see it. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes like you got to do what you got to do. And like, that's like, I appreciate you sharing that Ashley. And like, I'm, I'm like, good for you for, for being intentional and like knowing those tools and pulling it out and being like, all right, brain, let's hack ourselves here. Yeah. You know? I mean, because that's really what all of this is every day, right? Is, is getting up to decide to do that again. And so, yeah. like, good for you, girlfriend. Fuck yeah. Go, Ashley. You got I am this. Inevitable. I am inevitable. You're inevitable. There's some drunk girl bathroom enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I um, I really enjoy this, you guys. Like, thanks. Thanks for, thanks for letting us talk about this a bit I'm not more. Done. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I have things to say about doing affirmations. <laughs> oh, tell me, Katie, how do you do affirmations? <laughs> Only because it's like I teetered on that weird spot of like, okay, that's cool. Like, that's great. But I don't think it's actually going to change me, um, you know, and and then I think you get to this place. It's almost like a place of full surrender. And you're like, whatever. Like, I may as well just get delusional because nothing else is working out. The way that I plan. A desperate um, place. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, like I've shared, it's part of my morning routine, you know, with like my gratitude, my what will make today great and then an affirmation. And again, like I didn't really get them or they didn't really resonate with me. And so I would just kind of start writing stuff and I'm like, well, 
okay, that's cool. Like, I wish that would happen for me or I wish I was this person or whatever. And then I started really like, I would do my gratitude. I would spend time looking at my day and then I'm like, okay, who do I need to be today? Or what am I feeling like I'm lacking? And let me speak that into myself and like really intentionally choose my affirmation so that I could think about it. And um, it got to the point where it became almost scary. Like uh, I would actually write stuff down and then things would happen. Um, yeah, <laughs> and like the other day, um, I, I've shared before, like uh, one of my favorites is opportunities flow to me in abundance. And um, I texted Ashley the other day and she was like, I don't even have to ask what your affirmation was this morning because why are all these jobs falling out of the sky? <laughs> <laughs> and they're not little things. It's like big stuff that, um, you know, you you work and you work and you work. And I just had this conversation last night that like it's so easy to look at I'm not where I want to be or there's places where, you know, I'm not doing the things I wish I was or whatever. And then I step back for a moment and I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> actually, I've worked really hard and all of these opportunities that are coming to me, like I'm making myself acknowledge them and that I have worked very hard to even be able to present it, to be presented with them. Like, even if I don't take them, even if I'm not ultimately chosen, whatever, like to be in the conversations I'm in or the rooms I'm in or whatever. And so like, um, jokingly, was it like two weeks ago, I was like, I'm a swap from opportunities to like, I have high capacity. Stop. There's too many. <laughs> of course, again, like I was talking to Kyle about that and I said that and he was like, absolutely not. All gas, no brakes. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think like seeing it shift from that, right? Like the only thing that I know to compare it to is like, like ghosts and that I kind of was like, I don't know, ghosts might exist, whatever. And then I actually saw one with my own eyeballs and I was like, oh, they're real. So it's like the affirmation thing. I then like very much witnessed and then it became a game. Like I would write down my affirmation and I would see the proof of it later that day. Um, and so now it's really fun to think about them because it's like, well, what do I want? What do I want? I'm going to make it so. <laughs> Love that. So do you, and so do you write them down or do you just think about them and like store them away? No, I write them down. Yeah. Cool. That's, that's part of the key that like I texted Katie or no, we were on the phone and I said something about like, oh, this is where like I was going to a showing and I was hoping that it would go under contract or something. And Katie's like, I'm going to write that down for you. And no joke. It went under contract that day. Yeah. Love that. One of my like jokingly, but I always text Kate. I'm like, could you just write this down real quick? <laughs> okay, so, so yeah, go ahead. It, sorry, it came from so, and I know like saying them out loud or writing them down, whatever. It's supposed to be really good. So Christy Cannon is my former rainmaker, and um, years ago when I was on her team, there was a like a client event or something for a builder. They were having an event for like their top agents or something for the year. And they were giving away a BMW. And Christy was like, years ago, I wrote down that I was going to win that BMW and I won it. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, let's all write down that you're going to win the BMW tonight. Like, wouldn't that be so funny? And so we all made a note in our phone and we wrote down, like, Christy's going to win the BMW at blah, 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 whatever event. And she texted me that night and she <laughs> just texted me a picture of a key. And no I was way. like, I won. 
And um, the, I mean, it was actually, and like she really wanted to win it because uh, there was somebody in her life who like very much needed a new car. And so she would like, she wanted to win it to give it to them. Um, and so, but it was so cool. And I saved that note in my phone because that was the first time that I really like saw it in action or whatever, you know, um, because it was like, I don't know, like six hours later, she won a freaking car. <laughs> you know, that's going to be really cool for me. I wonder how I can change the way I look at things for the things to, to change with being intentional with that and changing my self-talk from being so critical just by doing that. I'm going to be really intentional with that and trying to ho- like house hack my brain in I'm that regard. Yeah. Like I'm kind to myself, but like, but like, I mean, that's the whole point of the affirmations, right? Is that you write them down and then you eventually become that, that person. But it's interesting at recognizing, you know, like when you can check it off, like, oh, look, that happened when it's already happening for me. And I I like, like kind of like what, I don't know. Cool. I've had days where my affirmation was literally, I accept myself. I didn't yeah. really like myself that much, but like I'm stuck with myself. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. That could be a big one. I like I love myself. I'm kind to myself. Mm-hmm. And I also saw something about, you know, being careful that you don't only use I am statements mm-hmm. in your affirmations. And oh. I don't know it all gets pretty uh I don't want to say witchy, but it kind of does. And not everybody vibes with that. But I think everybody can vibe with if the only way you state something is I am, you'll kind of get caught in a trap where you might miss some affirmations that you need. And so this uh, breakdown I saw was to say things like, I know, I feel, Mm. I speak was a big one. So it was like, I speak positively about myself. Like that is an affirmation with critical self-talk. I speak positively about myself. I feel is a good one too. Yeah. I really like that one a lot. Mm. Mm. I know we're going to like, I love that we had this conversation on recording (laughs) so I can go back and listen to it later. Go did. I was so, my kids, uh, going back to like affirmations with kids is they're both old enough now to kind of understand things more that I had asked for some advice in the chat about what are some kind of like witchy new year's traditions that you can do to like cleanse the bad year or the, yeah. the negative from that year to move forward into the next year. And somebody suggested that I write down things that I don't want to take into 2024 with me and I burn them. And then it was the last full moon of the year. And so, you know, that's like charging and energy and things like that. And so we uh, charged them with crystals and water for the good things that we did want to happen in 2024. And so fun. It was fun. It was funny because I had, so Ezra is eight and he wrote down one of the things that happened in 2023 that he didn't like was a broken Lego set. (laughs) 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 He burned Oh. No broken Lego sets since That's so cute. But I gave both of them the permission. I said, I'm, I won't read them. You can write whatever it is, fold it up. We'll burn it and I won't read it. So that they could have like 
full control over what it was. And so I have no idea. Cassie didn't want me to see her. So I don't know what she, uh, what she wrote. Um, Interesting. It's weird to big, let go of that control too. Big props uh, to you though for doing that. Yeah. And for like respecting her privacy. I'm going to have a hard time being that mom. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> I am. I'm going to have a hard time, but like, Good thing I have friends to be good role models and examples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, Katie, are you done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was everything. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> no, that's what we're here for, for sure. Well, I uh, I really appreciate, you know, this is really fun, y'all. Okay, so, okay, favorite affirmation. Let's just one, like, what's your favorite affirmation? And let's, let's sign off for the day. Oh my gosh. That's, that changes every day. I think right now I'm going with the kind of mainstream one. It's been all over TikTok, but I just love it. I don't chase. I attract. Mm. Mm, that's a good one. Mine is still, I'm safe to be seen. I am using it, Katie. I'm using it. I'm pulling that one out. That's my favorite one right now in this season of life that I'm in. I use it so much that I don't even realize I'm using it. That's how I know it's going to end up eternal. Yeah. Can I do like three? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, opportunities flow to me in abundance. <laughs> My feet are planted where they should be. And I am the luckiest person in the world. Ooh. It's true. Mm, love Katie's that. They're buying the, the Powerball tickets. I'm the luckiest person <laughs> in the world. Have you tried it with the lottery? I'm curious. I haven't. Mm, maybe you should. <laughs> maybe I should have this week. It was like 700 and something million. Oh, did somebody finally win? Yeah, someone in uh, Michigan. I mean, good for them. <laughs> also, good for we're them. their friends now. Yeah. Okay, we're their friends now. Hi, sponsor us. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks, you guys, for listening this week, and we will look for you next week when we're going to talk about mm, goals, I think. Yeah. It's yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Bye, y'all. Okay, bye.